Hey, Lola. Welcome to another episode of the show. Happy almost Thanksgiving. I mean, come on, y'all. I am airing this episode one day early because hello, tomorrow we will be in turkey comas. Friday, we will be busy shopping until we drop. And the weekend, I hope you are going to be unplugged and not engage with social media, not engage with podcast consuming and enjoying your life to the fullest. So happy early Thanksgiving, number one. Number two, today's episode is a special treat. This is an interview that I had with Rachel Nam, and we jammed on passive income secrets, brand evolution, and evergreen funnel hacks. Hello! Rachel runs a super successful Pinterest course, so we talk about the dream, which was both of our dream, to sell one course a day, and that was so just an incredible stream of passive income. For Rachel, for myself, we dig into like how we set that up, how we grew our brand to get to that point, and then how we have both automated to really push not doing stuff real time and creating this evergreen funnel, quote unquote, don't let that word freak you out. It's a lot easier than you think to get to where we sit today. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Rachel. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Speaking of passive income courses, let me read you this review from one of my incredible elite entrepreneurs, Ashton Foos, who says, When I signed up for a consulting call with Steph, I instantly booked my six-week coaching series. I knew she would take these ideas in my brain and finally execute them. And man, oh man, did she. I never thought of the beautiful sentences the way she did. She literally laid it out in every single aspect that I wanted her to. Let's talk about a time frame with an Enneagram 7 as well. I would have done it overnight and called it good. But Steph helped me succeed week after week in a beautifully laid out course, creating each module perfectly. Coaching with Steph Gass has been the best thing I could have ever chosen. It made me put myself at that professional level because we are professionals and God gave us stuff to share with the world. And now I'm here meeting all of you because of it. Thank you so much, Steph. Thank you, Ashton. And y'all, listen, if you have been dreaming of creating your own passive income product, just like Rachel and I talk about today, let me help you. I have a six and an eight week elite entrepreneur coaching package where I can help you go from idea to execution of your very own course using Teachable, which I'm going to talk about in a second as well. And let's get that passive income rolling and flowing for you in 2020. Okay. So if you're interested in that, shoot me a voice DM, shoot us an email at info at Stephanie Gass. We can talk about it. I only take three elite entrepreneurs at a time because you guys are my number one priority. Okay, we are talking every single week. We are digging in. We are laying things out. We are executing. We are 
BFFs on a whole nother level, okay? So if that is you, get in touch with us and we will talk about if that could be right for you. Now, the next thing I want to talk to you about is Teachable. They're having a Black Friday sale right now. This is where I personally host every single one of my courses, and I love it, and I tried to get a rig this, you guys, believe. I'm like, I'm not paying to host my courses. So I first had it on my website, and it worked, but it was very cumbersome for the user. It didn't remind them where they left off. They had to log in. It was very clunky, and there was a very low success rate of my students actually finishing the courses. So then I tried using unlisted YouTube videos. Yeah, this is a real story that would drip (laughs) through email. Hard no. Okay, do it right from the beginning because it was a total pain in the booty to recreate everything once I migrated to Teachable, which has been amazing. The user experience is crazy. It is so easy to use and upload your courses into it. It has sales pages already included. It has checkout pages, thank you pages, everything's included. You don't need all these extra steps. And it has an app where your student can go and take the course right from their phone, which is so simple and easy. And you guys know if you've ever bought a course, you've taken it through your phone, am I right? So if you want to snag Teachable at a crazy discount, I am talking between 24 and 66 bucks a month, even for the business professional plan that I'm on and currently paying 100 bucks a month for, hint, hint, go to stephaniegass.com slash resources. I don't know how long their sale is going to be good for. I'm assuming for, for a couple more days. So hurry, 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 stephaniegass.com slash resources. Okay, 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 let's dig into today's show. I think especially network marketing, because they praise like the top recruiters and the high income earners, that it's so easy to become that workaholic and to get yourself so wrapped up in that because you get so much validation out of it. And I found myself too, of getting so wrapped up in like my worthiness is based off of my income and what I make. And part of that was my dad asking me like, how much did you make? I'm so proud of you. And him like validating that, you know, and then me being like, I I love that you do that, but I'm a lot more than the money that I make. And I think it's because like people especially our parents, they love us and they want us to be okay. And they know that money equals stability. Totally. And it's not like, but it's hard because as natural achievers, which obviously you are, if you were 1% network marketer, um, it's easy to go into, Oh, like I get love when people affirm my, my worth in doing. Yeah. So it's really easy for us as humans to get lost in that. And, and to just be really brutally honest about network marketing, it's a business. They are million and billion dollar companies yeah. built off of a whole bunch of people performing right at a very high level. And so of course they're going to tell you, go perform, go perform. That's how they make money. Like, yeah. and it's hard because you feel like the warm and fuzzy and it feels like a family. Yeah. And there are great pieces about the industry, but don't get lost in that because you are still a pawn in a big game making 20% commission. Like, let's just be honest. I'm not saying network marketing is bad, but I'm saying it should be a piece of your portfolio. It should not be the thing. Like, because it's not yours and you can lose it overnight. Totally. I, yeah, I have some of my students are in network marketing and I'm like, we need to create a separate side hustle. Like something that is yours that you own. Cause you don't own that company. And mm-hmm. I learned the hard way when they restructured, like it could be like change like that. And you just don't know. It can. And, and even if you were like, and I would say the same thing to someone else, it was like, well, should I be just 100% 
this? Like, should I create this one brick and mortar business? I'd be like, yes, initially. And then we're going to add a second stream because no matter what you do in today's space, you always want to diversify. So I'm not just saying network marketing. Those of you listening, like, well, I don't like her because I'm a top nut 1%. Like I get you. I was you believe me. Just think about, we, we are challenging you to think about what other skill sets and passions you have to add to that portfolio. You can always add to it, right? Amazing. So how do you help women earn more by working less? Okay. So I'm this huge advocate of passive income. Yeah. Now there's, so there are many types of income. Let's talk about this. There's time for money, which is corporate, you know, coaching one-on-one one hour of my time equals blank amount of money per hour. There's residual income, which would be like a membership group. Um, I get someone in at 15 bucks a month and every month they pay me and I still show up. So it's kind of usually has some of your time associated, which is great. My favorite is called passive income. And what this means is if you create a digital something, a product like a course or a handbook or a workbook or something online that you create one time and then you get to step away from it and it solves a solution for your avatar and they keep buying it. Okay. Now you're growing your market because of course you need new people to purchase this from you, but you're growing your market authentically through storytelling and solutions and all of those things. And then you can say, Hey, if you love this, I have this, this solution for you at an implementation level, come by this course or workbook or whatever, and they buy it and you don't ever touch it. You don't meet with them, none of it. So it's like this huge win, 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 because for you, it's no time spent, 90% profit. Right. For them, it's less expensive than working with you one-on-one, right? Yep. And it's a solution that they've been craving. So once I started to see, oh my gosh, I'm getting the same question over and over. Let me create a course. I was hooked. And totally. since then I've made seven courses, but only one is like, so, and, and you can dabble because you may be like, well, I think I see a solution and then know that it's a progression and you can grow over time and you can add new things into your portfolio of passive products. Yeah. But I now have one and I, 60 or 70% of all my, my profit, um, comes from passive income, online courses. I'm a huge advocate of online courses. So we have one that sells every day mm. and oh. The dream girl. Oh, it's like magic though. Like when you can figure it out and then you can teach it to other people. It's just, especially when you're a mom, I think it's so, Mm. you know, like when, when you're anybody, like anybody, do you want to go surfing every day? Do you want to (laughs) like go to the pool? Do you want to hang out with your kids? Do you want to just like watch working moms on Netflix? Like get your course going so that you can totally free up your time. I'm telling you, it's so magical. And one a day, that was like my, you know, my ultimate goal. I'm like, when I sell one a day, when I sell one a day. And so like, I'm so excited to hear that, you know, you guys did that. Heck yeah. So I remember, gosh, so I was still in my network marketing business was in the fitness space. And so I was like, I'm going to create a course and like it was related to health and fitness. And so I created a webinar. I made it an automated webinar and I went on a cruise with my family. And I remember getting off that cruise. I turned on my phone and I had three people buy that course from the automated webinar. And I was just like, what just happened? I love and PS like you're my human because automated webinar equals no time, right? Like you are yep. not showing up live. So those of you hearing us, you're like, well, this is so scary and daunting. Like it all starts with 
what is the number one question you're getting, right? Yeah. The number one solution or, or the thing that gets you the most fired up in the world. What are you so passionate about? Like you could talk about it all day, every day. Think about what course could you create? You know, it's very simple to create a course. It's not rocket science. And then the next step is how do I then funnel people into that course? Like Rachel was saying, an automated webinar. Maybe you have a YouTube channel or a podcast, which is what I teach women how to do is start a podcast as your evergreen funnel. Hello. Like all of my leads come from podcasting, which is crazy. I love it. So how do you funnel people from the podcast Mm. through to your online courses? Okay. So I monetize my show by let's say like I'm giving a, I'm doing a live coaching. Like today, the episode that aired was me doing live coaching with one of my clients. And we were talking about, she's multi-passionate. So she's like, Seth, I'm excited about this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, let's find the common denominator. Right. And we figured out that it was authenticity. Like she wanted to teach authentic storytelling, authentic motherhood, authentic boundaries. So we like, cause she wants to talk about all the things, but we had to bring it into one core like category. So we got down and dug into, Oh, it's authenticity. And then I'm talking to her about how can we make this into a podcast? What can you talk about? Blah, 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 blah. So I'm doing this live coaching. Well, of course, you know, let's say 500 people listen to it today or whatever, just for, you know, simplicity out of those 500 people, their wheels are like, wait, what if I had a podcast to talk about what I'm passionate about And then maybe more people would come and follow me and I could grow my community. So their wheels are spinning. Mm -hmm. So they start DMing me, Steph, do you think I could do that? And then they're looking at my stuff and they're like, so my inbox is flooded with, let's even say 1% of people take action on that today, which is evergreen and people are listening forever. So it's working for me because they're seeing me provide a solution and they're going, I want that solution in my life. I've tried to grow. I've tried to scale. I'm on Instagram 75 hours a day and it's growing at a snail's pace and I'm super frustrated. So annoying. So annoying. And they're like, how can I grow faster? And I'm like, hello, it's audio period. It's audio. Like everybody wants to listen and do. And so there I get their wheel spinning. So what the problem that people have Rachel, I'm sure you like probably teach this all the time is they come on and they're like, I'm going to sell today. Hmm. How do I make money today? I'm going to sell instead of how do I solve? How do I show a solution? How do I storytell? How do I bring people in so that they're imagining themselves working with me or so that people are hearing a solution and they trust me now at the highest level? They're like, I've been listening to Stephanie for four months. All she's doing is solving all day long. Mm -hmm. And how can she do that for me? So instead of selling, start solving and showing up for free. And that's the backwards mindset that people have to get themselves there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So totally. And then secondly, I just pitch people on the show. I'm like, did you like that? Come work with me, sister. And so what do you have them go to like an application or message you on Instagram or what do you do? So I love for people to DM me so that I can voice text with them or book a coaching consult, which is a 15 minute call. And like, I'm laser hardcore on boundaries. I'm like, Hey sister, we got 15 minutes. Let's go. Right. Like they know me. They're like, this is Stephanie's style. So I'm very, um, strict with my boundaries, but I do take sales calls and then I have them DM me on Insta. And then of course, anything that I have a course for, I'm pitching that. I'm like, Mm. you want to start a podcast? Go check out podcast per university here's the landing page or send me any messages at all that you have about podcasting to my Instagram because I want to open dialogue with them because 
instead of just saying, here's this, what if I can get them to conversate with me and I can say, Hey, well, what if your show is about this? It took me 30 seconds and now they're going, Oh, I can do this. Yep. Cause Stephanie already gave me the idea and now she has my wheels spinning and I see my first 10 episodes. Yeah. So yeah. And I love Calendly. I use that for them to book everything. Cause yep. You know, we don't got time for that. So no, <laughs> they go through my VA for email, like try to automate and outsource as much as possible and you'll get there if you're not there yet, but you know, trying to automate my process and then the highest conversion though is the sales call. The highest conversion is voice to voice, real conversation. I never have, I'm going to sell you today. I have, can I really help this person? Like what's your number one problem, sister? Help. Yeah. Tell me what it is. And I've had, often I have people and I'm like, I'm not right for you. Like I had someone come to me and they said, Steph, I want to do a brick and mortar. I'm selling shoes out of my house. I'm like, that is amazing. I'm not the right person for you. I cannot help you at all. Like, I don't know that industry. So I don't look at people as a sale. I look at them as a human being and maybe I have the solution for them and maybe I don't. And if I don't, I hope that I know someone that does. Yeah. I think that's really powerful and that helps you take the pressure off. I know a lot of people get on sales calls and they're like, oh my gosh, I have to like meet my quota or whatever it is. Like I have to close this person and just literally show up and be like, can I help you? Yeah. And like, if not, up, yeah. Right. Tell can me about I your life. You today? Tell me about your life. Like what is going on with you? Like what's the number one thing that's holding you back today or that you're struggling with? And often it's like, I can't grow fast enough. Nobody's buying my thing or I want to create a thing and I don't know how it's like the same. You'll hear the same problem no matter what industry you're in. Yeah. And as you do those calls, you'll start to see, Oh, I see the potential for the course. Yeah. I see the potential for the passive thing. Cause I'm getting the same three like issues all the time. And until you have that, you can provide one-on-one because yep. it helps you learn your avatar really well. Um, I still take clients cause a, I love it. It's so much fun. But secondly, I get to know her better. Why yeah. is she struggling? Where is the mindset block coming from? Like, why can't she put this together without me? What is, where's the disconnect for her? So it helps you serve at a higher capacity by having real conversations with people as well. Yeah. Super powerful. So you work with Christian entrepreneurs. Is that like what you decided to do from the beginning or did you kind of evolve or why did you decide on that niche? Oh yeah. That's a great question. No way. I started out. I'm like, I'm teaching network marketers how to build a business on Facebook because that's what I knew. Yeah. So I started there actually, hold on, let's rewind a bit more. I started Pinterest. Funny enough that you love Pinterest. I started a blog about lifestyle. I'm like, how to style your mantle. Cause I was going through an identity crisis. I'm like, I'm sick of business. And I thought, what is everybody, what do they want? Yeah. So I went to Pinterest and what did everybody want? How to style your mantle, how to make dinner. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, I can do that. I'm multifaceted. So I start this blog, Rachel. And I'm like telling my husband, anytime he'd do a project, I would like take pictures of it. It's just hilarious now. But anyway, at the time, that's what I did. And crazy enough, I used Pinterest and it blew up. Like, <laughs> It blew up my blog. I had like 17,000 views and a couple of months on my website. And I'm like, wow, Pinterest is really powerful. Right. As you know. And then I'm like, but I don't like talking about this. This is so fake. I'm not into that stuff. So I want to talk about business. So then I molded into attraction marketing for network marketers. 
And then I'm like, I don't want to work with network marketers anymore. Like I love you guys. And I was you for a while, but like, no, I just need a breather from this industry. And so I shifted to, uh, Instagram. I had grown up this really great following and I thought I can teach Instagram. So it kind of was like evolving over time. And I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to teach. And then there was like this huge moment for me. So I'm on Instagram. I'm teaching Instagram. I'm not talking about my spirituality at all, right? Like my beliefs, my religion, which is a huge piece of who I am. I I was thinking, I'm going to polarize people. I'm going to turn everyone off by talking about God or my religion. And I'm a business coach. I can't do it. And so I had this hard line. I had the perfectly styled Instagram with the feed and the colors and the pattern. And then one day I was like, what do you guys think about this feed? And for the first time I stopped pushing content on people and I started to ask, what do you guys want more of? And I had the same, I had the same thousand people that would follow me, whatever I did. They're like, I just like Steph. She's changed her mind again. We'll follow her. It's fine. (laughs) She was talking about mantles yesterday and today it's Instagram. Cool. And I love those people because guess what they were there for? Me. It wasn't what I was teaching. And then I'm like, wait, hold on. Why do those thousand people follow me? And I started asking on Instagram and the stories. I started emailing them and everyone was like, we like when you're quirky and weird. We like when you show up with your gym clothes. We like when your kids are in there. We like when you're making fun of when Miles runs in and talks about poop and then like you're like, we like when you're being authentic and all PS, we hate your Instagram feed. <laughs> ah, oh my gosh. And I'm like, I'm teaching Instagram. These people hate my feed. They're like, it's too styled. It's so dumb. Like we love your stories. And I'm getting this feedback from everyone, Rachel. Like yeah. 50% of my followers are like, please stop with the styled Instagram. And I'm like, if they're craving authentically me, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to fully do this. And so like a year and a half ago, I picked the word uh, truth and authenticity as like my word of the year. And, um, and even a little bit before that, and I'm like, that's it. If they want me, I'm giving it. Like I am giving it. I'm going to talk to them as if it's my best friend. We're at happy hour. We're at coffee. Like she's getting it, you know, and she's going to love me or hate me. And that means I'm talking about religion. I'm talking about how God impacts our lives. I'm talking about how I fail as a mom. I'm talking about how, I feel inadequate. I'm talking about money. I'm just going to bear it all. So I shed the thing. I shed all of the fake stuff. I quit being like everyone else. And that's when it exploded. That is when everything exploded. The micro niche became the Christian mompreneur. She showed up from everywhere, all over the world and started following me, started following the show. I started getting DMs from people like, this is why I follow you because no one else is doing this. Nobody else is um, talking about Christianity and business and how they work together. Nobody's talking about money as a Christian. Like, thank you. It's so refreshing. And my Instagram story views doubled in like a couple of months. And I was like, that's it. I see it. It's being who you truly are. Just all of you, all of you. And stop being afraid of pushing a couple people away because I pushed a lot of people away, but I brought in thousands more that were just like me. And that's when it all changed. So I really wasn't truly who I was called to be until like a year and a half because it was an evolution of getting the courage to do it. Yeah. I think that what you said is really powerful because I know a lot of people, they're afraid to push people away. 
And so you just kind of embraced it and you're like, I love you, but this is the direction that I'm going. And open communication is key. I love that too, that you brought that up, Rachel, because maybe today you're talking about baking cookies, but you really want to be talking about whatever, like eating disorders, for example, or something like something so different. Just have guys, I'm just being called to make a shift. I hope that you love me and stay with me. But if it doesn't resonate with you, I love you and release you. Like it's cool. Yeah. Give people permission to unfollow you and know that if you have that calling, like I call it your Holy spirit moments where, you know, I need to be saying this thing or I need to be doing this thing. And I feel like I should be doing this thing. And I just don't know. That means you have to do it. Like it's your responsibility to do it. Yeah. And not to worry about the people that were meant to go with you. Right. That's not your responsibility. Like your responsibility is just to be obedient to your mission. Oh, it's so powerful when you look at it that way. And I love just listening about the evolution of what you did, because I think a lot of people put so much pressure on themselves. If I have to figure this out and do this one thing, and this is going to be the thing that makes me a million dollars. And like, you know, they just kind of like freak out about it. And you have to give yourself that permission to figure like just figure it out as you go. Like you're never going to have a hundred percent of the answers when you start. And if you do, you waited way too long to start. Um, dude, I, <laughs> I am you guys, like if you want to die laughing, go watch my YouTube channel from like three years ago. It's just great. I was talking to a party of one. I had all the makeup on, I had the background. Right. And I'm like, welcome to, and it's like, you just do the best you can with what you have. And then you can laugh your butt off at yourself later and be like, but at least I tried because I wouldn't be as comfortable on video. I wouldn't have the copyright skill I have. I wouldn't have gone through. I wouldn't have a way to resonate with my audience either. If I hadn't done network marketing, Yeah. I hadn't had a moment where there was no money left. If I hadn't had all of these hard things that I've shared this year, I wouldn't be the coach I am, or I wouldn't be as inspiring and as resonate. So I know I had to go through those things on purpose, but if I just stayed scared, hmm. but I don't know how, and I'm afraid. And what if this isn't right? And then I have to change directions. Yeah. I wouldn't have gone anywhere. I would still be in corporate. So you have to know, just prepare your mind that it won't be clear. The path will be rocky. You will fall down. You will pivot. You will not stay with the same course you originally do three years ago. Like it's an evolution and just get ready for that because the journey is really the destination, right? It's not, there's never one moment where you're like, Oh, this all makes perfect sense. And I'm 80. The journey is the destination, right? It's like, just love it. And it's so awesome when you can look back at your journey and be like, Oh, it makes so much sense on how that brought me to where I am today. It's true. Now I'm, I look back and I'm like, thank goodness my life fell apart. You know, when I was 30, like, I love that because I wouldn't have this great story. I'd be super boring. Like just share your story stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, it was all gravy. <laughs> like now when hard stuff happens, I'm like, yes, I have something new to share. Yeah. Like today, Rachel, I got That's my first perspective though. Isn't That's it? perspective. All right. All right. Share, share what happened. Okay. So I got my first bad review on my podcast today. Yeah. And it was because yesterday I talked about something controversial on my Instagram stories and I'm sure I made somebody mad and they were like, screw her one star. Right. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm like, well, and you know, that's true. Cause they didn't leave any comments. They're yeah. like one star. I hate you. Goodbye. You made me mad. And so I'm like, Ooh, I wake up this morning and I'm like, ouch. Like, and I was super like, 
I was all kinds of bent out of shape. I'm like one star, like, hello, this person sucks. And I'm like all angry. And then I'm like, but this is such a great opportunity for me to talk about something that was hard for me. Hmm. And so I got out, I got it together, made an Instagram post about it. And my whole message behind that was like, you will be tested. If you're not getting pushback and opposition, what you are saying is probably not making an impact on the world, right? Yes. Get, Preach get it. Ready. <laughs> get ready. It's coming. And I'm like, I'm like, today I'm facing some spiritual warfare, but I am ready for it. Like I will not be silenced. And so that's what I put on my Instagram. And I got blown up with like so many people commenting and DMing me and like, they're like, yes, like I needed to hear this today. And I was so afraid of what Bobby Joe said to me last week. And I'm like, screw Bobby Joe. Like, <laughs> so I love when the hard happens because you can now share it and use it as fuel for somebody else's fire. Right. For sure. And what's that quote? If you don't want to be criticized, like say nothing, do nothing, be nothing. Oh, ooh, mm. good. That is good. Right? So good. What's the best book you've read? Recently, it's called The Circle Maker. So this would be for those of you, you know, spiritual people, the, those of you that aren't like this girl, I've had enough of her. But if you are into that, this book is so good because it talks about, um, prayer circles around the things that you want to further in your life or you feel like you have this calling to do something great and it teaches you how to have prayer circles around that. So that's really great if you're a spiritual person. If you're not, um, it's not a book, but uh, Chris Harder's Love of Money podcast has been so great for me recently on money mindset, finances, and all of that. Amazing. What does it mean to you to make an impact? I think what it means is not hiding behind, not hiding behind what you are called to talk about hmm. because, because you're afraid of the opposition, because you're afraid of the criticism, because you're afraid of someone making fun of you or being a jerk. It's like, if you're called to speak out, I feel that it's your responsibility to speak out. And it's your responsibility to impact change. And even if that changes one person, maybe that one person goes and impacts 2000 people. So that's making an impact. It's to not be afraid. Hmm. Oh, what's next for you? It's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. I've had so many, this year has been like super transformational for me and like all that authenticity. I've shared stuff I thought I would never share in a million years. Um, so I don't know. I'm just here for it. Like I'm here for the show. And I think what's the coolest thing ever, Rachel, is that for the first time ever, I've let go of, of controlling what's next. Mm. So long. I'm like, I have a plan and I'm doing this next. And I'm doing this next. I'm going to make this amount of money. And for the first time ever, I'm like, I'm here for it. Like whatever I'm called to do, I'm ready. I'm ready to expand. Um, I'm ready to show up. I'm ready for the opposition. I'm ready. Like I'm, I'm here. So it's exciting because for the first time ever, I'm like, surprise me. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview over with my friend, Rachel Nam, and her show is called She's Making an Impact. If you're interested in Pinterest, she's got a cool course for you as well. So sister friend, have a great holiday. I will meet you back here next week on Monday. We have a very, very special two-part series coming up. It is part one, 2019 year in review. 
wins, losses, and breakthroughs for me personally. Also, how you can go through that same exercise in your business and really sit in what the heck you accomplished this year because we don't do that enough. And it's, hey, time to celebrate. And then part two on Thursday of next week will be 2020 success strategy formula for, wait for it, your most fulfilling year ever. And I give you a specific action plan formula that you can take to break down next year to map out the year of your life, like the best year, the year that's going to feel so great for you, the year where you have more time and space, but yet more money, honey. Mm -mm. All right, girl, I pray over you that you have a beautiful holiday with your family. I pray that you take this time to sit in the peace, just disengage, get off social. I pray that you are fully present that you enjoy that turkey and stuffing, even if it's a little too much of it. I pray that you have a great, great time relaxing, unplugging, and just taking in all of the blessings that you are surrounded by. And I, again, am so grateful for each and every one of you for being here with me, for being a part of this sisterhood, for fueling my fire, for continuing to drive this mission for me. I'm so grateful and thankful for you, Lola. Keep showing up. I will keep showing up for you. As always, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama's song, leave a review. Pretty peace. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, Take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.